there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Ah, yes, the magnificent trolley Sourbright Crawler, also known as Trollicus brightolus. The worm's captivating neon colour makes it an easy gummy prey. Trolley! It's a surprisingly sour, invitingly chewy, staggeringly snackable species unlike anything else found on this planet. Eat me! Delicious. Visit trolley.com to shop now. Trolley, eat me! This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into The Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and... Use your outside voice! What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with The Weather Channel app. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. We are rolling out the red carpet today because we have comedy royalty on board. This award-winning actress has been dazzling us for years. Gimme, 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 ab fab, Kevin and Perry go large, nil by mouth, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, the list is endless. She's got a brilliant podcast out, where there's a will, there's a wake. I'm on it in a few weeks. Spoiler alert, tray tables down, hand luggage stowed away, buckle up, it's Kathy Burke. This is the final boarding call for Kathy Burke. Kathy Burke, can you please make your way to the gate? This is the final boarding call. Kathy Burke, Kathy Burke, Kathy, 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 it's me, please. Come to the gate. Welcome on board, Kathy Burke. How are you, Kathy Love? Hello, Alan. I'm very well, thank you very much. Thanks for flying Alan Air. It's so lovely to have you on here. Thank you for inviting me. I have to say, the food was rather good. Really? I got the vegetarian option. Yeah. And it was very tasty. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it, my love. What kind of a traveller are you when you're on a plane? Do you listen to the air hostess or will you put your earphones in? Or are you quite a confident traveller? Well, I'm I'm not really great on the old aeroplanes. I'm basically not allowed to do long-haul flights. Why? Because I've got a blood condition called oh. Hughes syndrome. Oh, my God. And so, which means the blood is prone to clotting. So, going up in aeroplanes is not really great. Yeah. So, I tend to fly if it's short. Yeah. No more than yeah. a couple of hours is yeah. the most I can do. So, I prefer the train. Oh, Okay. But but then when we did RuPaul's Drag Race, I saw you driving off in a black cab. Yes, 
I do get And I saw you having a sneaky fag. I overtook you. (laughs) When was the last time you were on a plane? Well, I was on a plane quite recently. Um, I think, uh, when was the last? Last year, I went to my friends in France. So I go and see my mates. My mates live down near Bordeaux, is the biggest, nearest sort of big city in France. And they uh, live uh, near a place called Bergerac, which everyone knows because of Serrano. Oh, no, I was thinking of uh, John Nettles. Serrano de Bergerac. The one with the big nose? Yes. But I watch it because of John Nettles' Bergerac. Is that where they filmed it? <laughs> no, it's a completely different thing. You've Did... made me feel thick now. And of course, everyone knows I went, John Nettles' Bergerac. No, Serrano de Bergerac. No, so it's a very nice place. So I flew there last time. I can't remember why we flew. Oh, we flew because my pal who lives there, Sean, he was over here and he was flying back. Oh, right. So I got the plane with him and then I flew back. But... I have to say, I much prefer getting the train. To yeah, France. of course, of course. So you must be shitting yourself when you get on a plane with that elf condition, and yeah. Well, not really, because I've got a little machine where I can take my own little blood measurements for it. You see, oh, so I've got very lovely people down at the Barts Hospital in London. And I just email them. Mm. And so I do a little measurement before I get on the plane and then do another little measurement when I get off and email them the results. So if anything's untoward, they'll know about it right away. Oh, that's good. It's amazing what they can do these days. It's incredible. So tell us, where did you go on holiday as a child? Because you were born in Camden. No, I wasn't. Well, you need to sort out your Wikipedia page. No, we need to sort out the press who always report I was born in Camden. Yes, I, I it's on Wikipedia. Well, it's wrong. It needs to be changed. I you was... know also Wikipedia, you know what they said about me? Lionel Blair's me dad. See? And I was the voice of uh, Zippy on Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one I could sort of believe. <laughs> but Lionel Blair being your dad, yeah, not, yeah, not so Blair, much. Come off it. No, I was born in Islington. I was born, there used to be, there's a Royal Free Hospital in Hampstead, but it used to be on the Liverpool Road in Islington. Yeah, yeah. So I think where these Wikipedia and people get confused mm. is because my school was in Camden. Oh, okay. In the borough of Camden. Yeah. But I am Islington born and bred. Yeah. So holidays as a kid, well, this is where we get out the little fucking violins because we didn't have much money. So we didn't really go on holidays as as a sort of family unit. So what would happen was that me and my brothers were sort of sent off by social services down to Devon. Oh, okay. And so that was quite nice. And it was sort of this farm. And I think they just took in foster kids and all the rest of it for holidays. Yeah. You know? So we went down to Devon probably three or four times Yeah. Um, in my childhood. And then I uh, was looked after by somebody for a bit, a lady called Pat. And uh, she used to take me out. I got to know Pat because Pat was doing a thesis. She was studying child psychology. And she was doing a thesis about little girls that didn't have mums. Yeah. And my social worker was her mate, and she said, well, I know this little girl, and I was about three then, and she said, she hasn't got a mummy. So she came round, got permission off me dad, came round, met me. Anyway, Pat liked me for some unearthly reason and ended up taking me out quite a lot as the years went by. Oh. And she used to, she took me to the Lake District a couple of times, and I used to go to Wigan, 
where she was from. So I'd go to Wigan at Christmas and stuff. Everyone laughs whenever I mention Wigan. <laughs> Why do people find Wigan so I don't know, funny? I think it's just because it's got Wig in the name. I don't know. You know what I mean? I swear, Sir Ian McKellen is from Wigan. Oh, Wigan. Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I used to flit about as a kid. I mm. sort of went here, there, and everywhere, but always in this country. Yeah. Like, we never did. Going abroad to Spain or anything no, like that. No, no. You know. What was it like when you first went abroad, though? Did it F with your head? Well, when when was the first time I went abroad? Well, it was working. So when I got into my 20s, the first time I went abroad was to Almeria in Spain because I'd done a film with a director called Alex Cox. I'd done a film with him called Sid and Nancy oh, yeah. about Sid Vicious and Nancy Sponge yeah. and beautiful love story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on a par with Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know. And so I did that with Alex. And then the next movie... Like was... Richard and Judy, those yes, two, weren't they? absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Richard jacking up. <laughs> <laughs> Judy puking on him. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I went to Almeria in Spain to make a film called Straight to Hell. And so I did that with Alex. And then, and so that was nice because, you know, you're out there filming for six weeks or whatever. Yeah. And being an actor, you know, you're not in it all the time. No. So that was like my first holiday abroad. Yeah. Even though I was also working. And then the next time I went abroad was to Nicaragua in South America. Wow. Because I was also doing another film with Alex. So that was a massive long-haul flight. Yeah. And in those days, we didn't know I had this blood condition. So, I mean, it could have killed me, really, because about a month after I'd got back from Nicaragua, I suddenly I developed a blood clot in my leg. And so, uh, yeah, so I was whipped into hospital. Um, and, and this thing I've got called Hughes syndrome still hadn't been discovered. And they still didn't really know that flying was quite bad. You yeah. know, now they advise people take an aspirin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. going to do a long haul flight, because yeah. it helps to thin the blood. Yeah. Um, but they didn't know all that when I was fucking getting on the aeroplane, jetting off and... Do you have doing... to wear those surgical stockings? Well, now I would, if I, but I wouldn't do a long haul flight now, so I wouldn't be allowed. Cause They're it... horrible, aren't they, those surgicals? They're yes. Not... You definitely lose your erection when you see people in them. <laughs> Well, when, the only time I've worn them is in hospital. Oh, right. So, you know, you don't really want anybody coming in with an erection when you're in hospital, quite frankly. <laughs> so tell me, have you ever had a holiday romance? Is there like a waiter in Greece or like someone in Spain that you Not know? really. You wouldn't call it romance. Oh, you come know, on, just tell call me it, you know, oh, I don't know, maybe I might have had a bit of a fingering somewhere, <laughs> you know, around the back of something. <laughs> Bit of a bit of a snog and give someone an hand job, you know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but no holiday romances. No, that never never happened. No. Because oh. I didn't really do that. Because then the next time I went abroad, after I did Nicaragua, and then and then I was abroad again. We went to Ibiza to do a comic strip film um, called Fun Seekers. And and that was before Ibiza became Ibiza, yeah, as yeah. we know it. Big fish, small fish, cardboard box exactly. and all that. Exactly. So and... it was sort of before all that, a good mm. sort of five, maybe six years before all that, before it became the rave destination. So I had quite a nice sedate time in Ibiza. Yeah. Um, 
And then, of course, a few years later, I was back in Ibiza doing Kevin and Perry Go Large. Oh, my God, yes. 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 So, so, you, so you equate holidaying with work, so you've never had one of those... Do you ever go away for fun? No. Well, I go to my friends now in France. Yeah, Bergerac, yeah, Homer John Nettles. That's it. And, um, and I'll go to Cornwall, really. <laughs> but I, I've never... The one place I do want to go, which I am going to make sure I go to mm. before I pop my clogs, um, is I want to go to Greece. I want to go to the Greek islands. Lovely. Because, you know, I hear they're absolutely beautiful. It's meant to be one of the most beautiful places on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not a long flight. No, no, no. So Two I've, and a half hours, three hours, yes, boom, you're there. I've missed out on going to the Maldives or the Caribbean I always wanted to go to. I mean, I suppose I could eventually go on a cruise. Yeah. But I hear they're a fucking nightmare. Oh, no. You're you stuck know. with a load of arseholes. You don't want that. That's it. But then somebody said to me, oh, but you can get paid quite a lot of money if you do a cruise Then you just do a bit of a night with Kathy Burke one night. Well, yeah. And then they pay you, you see, to do the cruise. Yeah, so, your fingering story will go down great on a cruise. Wouldn't it just? <laughs> with all those old dears, you know. Kathy Burke, a hand job in Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't really. I mean, I do. I mean, it was strange. It was the Christmas before pandemic. Mm. Yeah, that Christmas 2019, I'd gone to my pals in France for two weeks. Yeah. Because usually I'd just go over there for a week. Yeah. And I realised it was the first time in my adult life. I had a two-week holiday. Yeah. And that was in 2019. Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird? Because I just sort of... I don't know. I sort of, I'm very good at not doing too much. Yeah. So I sort of feel like, you know, I, I have good rests at home. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In between yeah. whatever bollocks I'm doing. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it, that when you've worked so much, when I finish a stand-up talk, the last thing I want to do is get on a plane or see a motorway or see you know, a wild yes. bean cafe. Because I've done all my travelling, and in a way it spoils it, really, because I just want to stay at home yes. with me book, with me dogs. There I am, I'm happy. It's weird, yes. isn't it? It is. I mean, they, well, it's not weird. I, I sort of think it's lovely. Because, again, like, going on your holidays is sort of something that we've been conditioned into thinking this is what we must do. Yeah. And I think it's it's right and all that we all have rest and we have breaks, mm. but it doesn't mean to say you've then got to spend a fortune and fly to the other side of the world. No, no, no. You know, if you're happy where you are yeah. and just having a staycation, as they call yeah. it now, um, I think that's fine and dandy. This is a message for all our passengers on Allen Air. Please be reminded that this is a no-smoking flight. <laughs> Unless you're Kathy Burke, you can have a fag. You're a complete legend. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm serving you. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Now, I know you're going to kick off because I got this also from Wikipedia. Ah, oh, fuck it. No, hell. shut up. Hush your gums. Hush your gums. Now, is this true? You know when you went to the Cannes Film Festival, could you kneel by mouth? Oh, yes. What did you win? Cart door. That's the ice cream. Cart door. Yes, I won the cart door <laughs> for being the best actor, <laughs> best actress. You did. Now, is it true that you hadn't got a passport? 
Well, that's very true because my passport had run out. Uh, yeah. Because I didn't bother getting it renewed because obviously I hadn't had a job abroad for a few years. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't bother getting it renewed because I thought, well, I'm not going to go on fucking holiday. I didn't even <laughs> realise that my passport was sort of out of date. Yeah. Yeah, and usually these things are sort of a big surprise if you've won an award. Yeah. But because I wasn't in Cannes, I was at home. Yeah. Gary Oldman was told that I had won it in order to get me out to Cannes, you see. Oh. So he rang me up on the Sunday morning and said, we need to get you out here. You, yeah. You've won Best Actress. And I, I was sort of so shocked. I was, I was, I did not expect it at all. And I was just a bit, I was a bit, well, it was a Sunday, so I'd, I'd already skinned up, right? Because, you know, because I was working on something at the time. Songs of Praise was on, I'll have a joint. That's it. And it was a Sunday morning, and I, I was really busy at the time. I can't remember what job I was doing. I was doing an acting job, but anyway... And uh, so I was out, and I was sort of all a bit chilled. I was getting ready to just do nothing. And then Gary Ullman's on the phone telling me I've got to get a fucking flight to France. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and then I said, oh, I haven't got my passport, though. My passport's run out. <laughs> Thinking... Well, he'll just leave it. He'll there. just leave it. Yeah. But he didn't. <laughs> and this was, of course, before 9 11. So it was only a couple of years before the Twin Towers incident happened. <laughs> so I think things were a bit more relaxed. Yeah. So anyway, he got on the phone to somebody from the British fucking embassy and all this business. Next thing I know, I'm getting in a private jet <gasps> with my agent at the time, Stephen. Wow. And we're in Luc Besson's private jet. <gasps> I remember my agent, Stephen, just being thrilled that the pilot carried his overnight bag yeah. for him. <laughs> Stephen thought that was the greatest <laughs> and campest thing that had ever happened in his life. And uh, we both get on this private jet. Yeah. And we get flown out and then we have to get in an helicopter. So it was all a bit shit scramble bollocks and, and very, very exciting. Yeah. And then I went there and then and then I got my award. And uh, but yeah. Amazing. And I'm joking, obviously it's palm door. I know it's not the ice cream. <laughs> I car. think cart door's better though. <laughs> I do. Wanna be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, can you speak French? Do you know, uh, could, did you manage to have some chats on the in Cannes? No. Well, I did. I remember my acceptance speech. I said I didn't expect this because I thought, I'm sorry, I don't speak French. And I didn't expect this because <laughs> I thought it was an ensemble piece. And of course, ensemble is a French yeah, word. Yeah, I know, get you. So love. that got a laugh without yeah. me even fucking realising <laughs> it. I'm sort of thinking, well, these French cunts laugh at me. <laughs> laugh at me. Um, 
But uh, yeah, no, I don't speak. I don't, I'm, I'm terrible. I well, when you go to Bergerac, you must know Jean Mabel Café Berg. Yeah, surely. well, I, I do know a little bit. But, Bonjour. But really, no, I'm very lazy. And my mate Pete, who I go and visit, Pete and Sean. Sean's been, he's very good. But he's French now. But Pete's always spoken French. So I just rely on Pete to do yeah, all the communicating yeah, for yeah. me, you know. In fact, when I was coming back one time <laughs> and I was getting the train back and uh, so obviously there's like three trains you've got to fucking get and then you've got to get from one bit of Paris to another to get on the Eurostar. So I was going to be very, very early for the final leg. So there's this nice sort of cafe, outdoor cafe where I can have a fag opposite yeah. Uh, the Garden Nord station. Yeah. So I'd got Pete to absolutely tell me in very good French how to order a nice uh, cheese omelette with some chips yeah. and, um, you know, a glass of sparkling water and all that business, but in perfect French. I can't do it now. But anyway, so I sat there and the waiter came out and uh, and I went, Monsieur Merci. And he looked at me and he went, Well done. <laughs> I just felt like such a twat. Because <laughs> they, they don't like it, do they, when you try it? They they, they take the piss. I mean, I, mm. I learn it at GCSE, so I'm frozen in time. Je cancel. I am 15. Je be to Northampton. People think I've been in a coma when I go to France. But like that's the oldest looking fifteen year old I've ever seen. You must have a tough paper round. But you know, it's um I'd like to but you try it, especially Paris, they're so up themselves, isn't it? You try yes. and say uh, je, je voudrais le chips and all this and then, you know. Well Paris is much like London really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, they're quite they're quite sort of can be quite snooty. Do you go to France? You ever been to France much? Yeah, I went to I went to Ghent. I, mean, I know it's in Brussels, but I went through France. I like it there. Yeah. It's so gorgeous down at the uh, you know, it's like the south of France, mm. and yeah, really nice, really yeah. nice in Paris. And but then I remember when I was a kid, I was a fat, but I was also a fat kid, and I remember asking for like um, a burger, and then she said, oh, "Potato de la frite." Like perhaps he would like chips with that because right. I was fat. And the old fucking cafe started laughing. Oh, that's not I know, good. I was on a school trip as well. Oh, no. And I was no. like, there, je voudrais le burger. And then, uh, would you like some chips with it? I hate that. When I think, I just think people have got a bit better nowadays. But when ki- adults used to take the piss out of kids. I know, I it's know. It's like the worst thing, especially in front of your mates and your peers. Yes. For some adult to sort of take the piss out of the way you look physically. Oh, I know. I mean, that's the lowest, lowest Well, thing. I was getting bullied at school and then South Park came on. Do you remember that character? Big Gay Al? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, that went down like a oh, cup of cold darling. sick. Imagine that in the playground. Oh, getting bullied for fat. Your dad's mm. a football manager, glasses, massive helmet brace, and then big gay owl comes on. See. I was like, thank you. But Wonderful. look at you now. Who's won? Yeah. You have. Yeah. You're big the winner, Carl. Big gay owl's yeah. won. That's it. <laughs> Excuse me, madame. Mademoiselle Buck, you are not allowed on the plane because you have no passport. No, I'm afraid, no passport. You are not allowed on the plane. I don't care if you do tell me the fuck off because I do not understand. Je ne comprends pas. Sorry, madame.
people do associate you with London. Now, I've lived in London for a long time as well. It does piss me off when people go, bloody London, all you're going to get is stabbed and mugged. I think, <laughs> but, I mean, there is that in London as well. But does, yeah. how does it feel as a London? Does it piss you off that people sometimes just throw these stereotypes at it? Because it's a wonderful place to live, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think London's great. Actually, I mean, I don't, I don't go out and about like I used to. When no. I, but when I was a kid, you imagine, and because because I didn't have a mum, so I didn't really have all the art. You know, mums they're just fucking on red alert. Where are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, but there wasn't that. Mm. So I had an, an amazing freedom. Mm. And I was, and also we're talking about the late sixties and the seventies, so it wasn't like nowadays. Do you know what I mean? Where kids are very, very protected, right yeah. and all. But back then, I had such freedom, and I would just bunk off school and get on the bus yeah. and go anywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've been to every sort of bit of London yeah, in my yeah. childhood, yeah. and then and then the tube as well. Secondary school, I'd bunk off, <laughs> and I, I'd just get the tube. You could just be on the tube yeah. all day, yeah. keeping warm. Do you know? I mean, because there's no CCTV cameras no, then. No, You know no. what I mean? So, yeah, I used to just go all over the place, all <laughs> over London. So I do think it's good. And also what I love about London is that it is, you know, a multicultural yeah. city. Yeah. You yeah. know, one of the most multicultural cities in the world. Yeah. And I love that about the place. And I've always loved it about London, that you can get people from... I mean, what's good now, I suppose, with the old Ubers, is that you do, you meet drivers from... All yeah. over the fucking world. Yeah, and you know? boy, do they tell you about it. Well, they do, but <laughs> if you ask, you know what yeah. I mean? If you ask, you know, so I had a lovely Ecuadorian driver the other day, oh. Louis. So we had a beautiful chat about South America because I was able to bore the arse off him about my Nicaraguan travels. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Back in the 80s, <laughs> you know, and still dining out on being there for fucking 12 weeks. <laughs> I mean, you've been a vegetarian since you've been 18. Mm. Now, when's the last time... I mean, when you're on your travels, are you quite... Will you try things? Will you try foreign f food and stuff? I suppose vegetables, you can't really go wrong, can you? Well, you can, Well, I don't know. The French are getting better, but they used to fucking cook their peas in, like, goose neck fat or whatever. You've got to be careful with the French because... They do like their sauces and they like to cook things in things. Yeah. So you might have a nice medley of veg, but it could have been roasted in the fucking arsehole of some <laughs> boar that was shot. <laughs> you know, so you sort of got to be careful. Oh, and they like it and every bit, they use every bloody bit. I oh, mean, they do. calves' brain, calves' head. But I think duck, that's good. Duck tongue. Fucking, well, I didn't know a duck had a tongue. Yeah, but well, how are they going to quack without no. a tongue? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the least of their worries, the way it's sold. But, I mean, yeah, and then duck clit. But no, I'm, I think, I'm making that up. I think that's good, though, because I think if you're going to kill an animal for food, then the least you could do is use every bit of it. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? And not just think, oh, I'll just have that nice bit of, you know, breast of the chicken. You yeah, should, yeah. You should find use for every part of it if you're going to eat it. But, yeah, I mean, when I was in Nicaragua, that was quite difficult. But I was the only person in 12 weeks on the entire shoot who never got sick. Because well, you didn't eat the meat. Because I didn't eat the meat, and I was just eating the beans and rice. I mean, it was like being on Celebrity Jungle, really, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> but also, when I'm, when I'm at my friends in France, we don't really go out that much because... No. 
both my friends are very good cooks. Pete is an amazing oh, cook. Oh, and that nice when you've got friends who are good cooks. Oh, oh they're the, the best friends it's ever. It's all about the food. It's yeah. all about the food. Yeah. Like I think you said on my podcast, you know, it's like you wake up and you know what you're going to have for your breakfast, lunch oh, and dinner. God. Yeah, yeah. And that's what my mates are like in France. Yeah, you know, of course. The, we'll be eating dinner and we'll be discussing what we're going to have the next day. Oh, you know? can they be my friends? Well, can I come to Bergerac? Well, I don't really like homose- to share uh, no, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they two homosexuals? Can of I say that? Of course they I'm are. I'm just checking. Of course they, they are. They sound good cooks, two men living together, south yeah. of front. Nice? Four rescue dogs. Four rescue dogs, lovely They're doggies. bordering on stereotypes. I mean, they are. Me. <laughs> they are. Oh, I'd love to meet them. Do you reckon you could come with them next? I'd, free trains. I couldn't do that, though. But the trains are great. Because I'll tell you what's good about the trains. I mean, not, I don't get recognised that much anymore. I think if me and you walk down the road together, people would recognise you more than they would recognise me. Because I'm not really on the telly that much anymore and all that business. You like Greta Garbo. Oh, I am, darling. You've got that mistake. You're away. Fucking separated at birth. <laughs> and um, <laughs> but when you go to France, and when I go on the train, it's one nobody knows who you are. Yeah. So I really am treated with the greatest respect because I am this older lady, <laughs> and in France, you know, the gentlemen they just they just take the case out. You don't you don't ask anyone for help. Yeah. They will just take it out your hands and put it in the rack and sort you out and go. You know, there you go, madam. Oh, how nice is that? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I need to blow me out. Excuse me, what? Isn't that lovely? And do you do any culture vulturing? Do you do any of that? Well, yeah, I mean, you do a bit of it when you're sort of around the mm. place, do you know what I mean? Taking an art gallery or taking a museum yeah, or yeah. whatever. But most of the time, I mean, and I like to go, because also my dodgy blood, I'm not very good in the heat, you know? I can't be anywhere too hot. No. Um, so I like to go away, even if it's Cornwall or France, I like to go October, November. I like it when it's cold. You know, and then it's lovely. You go on walks and you get back and the fires are oh, on that and nice, yeah. read your book. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm quite, oh, I'm quite simple in that <laughs> way. I remember doing a tweet once saying, oh, I've got no carbon footprint, you know, because I don't really fly. I don't <laughs> do holidays. I don't have kids. I don't drive a car. Somebody replied, God, you sound really fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. And I'm proud to be boring. Yeah. You're like Greta Thumbo. Yeah. <laughs> Greta Garbo yeah, and Greta, Greta Thumbo. All the Gretas. I'm like all the Gretas. <laughs> Tell me somewhere you've been that you've absolutely hated, that you've gone, oh, what a dumb. Oh. We're not naming and shaming, because obviously when you say these places, you're messing with people's like, you know, these yeah. places, tourism and all that. We're not going to name and shame. But come on. Well... I don't know, really, because you always sort of find the beauty everywhere. I mean, I suppose the only sort of dumps I've been to is like, you know, you're touring around, do you know what I mean, in this country, you know what I mean? And you just sort of find places that you think, oh, God, you know, it's a bit grim here. But what's interesting, when you go abroad, you could be in what they consider their dump. Yeah. And yet you think it's wonderful. Yeah. Because it's abroad. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So... 
I mean, I mean, Nicaragua was beautiful, but there was a war going on when I was there. So it was, it was quite, yeah, there was a big war between the Sandinistas and the, and the, the Contras and the Sandinistas. Yeah, it was a big civil war going on. So there was a lot of, like, the, the lights would go out in the hotel and you did... Yeah, yeah. You know, so that so that was quite odd. And when we um, drove, I was staying in a place called Managua, and we were mostly filming in a place called Grenada. And uh, but it's the most mined road during that time. Oh this was eighty five, eighty six. Yeah. So we were sort of putting <laughs> our lives at risk <laughs> doing this film for fucking Alex Cox. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not dumb, but but sort of scary. Yeah, yeah. Because I went to Sri Lanka this year, and that when that civil war was going on, but I didn't realise. But you know, I would I would recommend going Uh to places when there's a civil war because we had the beach to ourselves. There was no crowds. That's very. They were all in a bunker. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But no. But then you know the the silly thing is we went there. We went to Sri Lanka, and was all you know. the, the the electricity goes off, everyone's striking. I was like, I've just come from London, love. Yeah. I mean, that's what's happening over there. That's it. You can put up with it. No petrol, with... everyone's striking. I mean, yeah, that's like London. Yeah, yeah. But no, I really loved uh, Sri Lanka. But it, yeah, they, but they just they want you the tourism. They said, please tell everyone to come to Sri Lanka because of course it's all around the government buildings. But no, the beaches are just stunning, and the people need the tourism. Well, that's well, everyone. Uh, this country needs the tourism. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Since mm. old fucking bollocking Brexit, <laughs> everything's gone right down the Swanee, <laughs> and nobody can tell me I'm wrong about that because I'm absolutely fucking right about that. And um, you know, we do need. We do need um, some tourism here. But every, the whole world does, actually, because since pandemic mm. as well, I think a lot of countries are struggling to get back to what they were, you know. Um, so we do. We, we all need to help each other out, actually. Have you ever holidayed with anyone famous? I went to Venice with Jane McDonald. Oh, yes. Separately. Yes. And she overtook me on a cork wedge when the, the thing went to the coat. <laughs> because, you know, when it suddenly changes to gate closing, yes. it did it so quick. Yes. I'm running along and then I see this woman in cork wedges sprint past me. I said, fuck me, it's Jane McDonald. She's bloody quick on her own toes. Have you holidayed with anyone famous? Well, uh, no, but last, not last year, the year before, I directed a drama, which Graham Norton wrote the original book <laughs> of, a drama called Holding for ITV, and we shot it in Ireland, in West Cork, in Ireland. And who was on the flight? Olivia Coleman. <sighs> Because she was on her way out there to do a film herself. You oh, see, she was right. acting in a film. So that was very nice to be with Olivia Coleman. But I sort of got the impression that she was a bit nervous of flying. I'm not great at it. I, yeah. It gives me the EBGBs. But I did sit there and think to myself, well, this plane isn't going down because it's not going to take two <laughs> national treasures on the one plane. But then I started to think, well, if it did crash... Yeah. She'd be the headline. Yeah. Olivia Coleman perishes, and then I'd be like, page eight. Oh, by the way, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that that horrible foul mouthed fat fuck, Kathy Burr, who gave it all up, who wasn't grateful. She was on the same flight as lovely Olivia. Good fucking riddance. <laughs> Have you got a day mud or anything or an OBE? No, I, I've been offered lots. In my time, I've been offered quite a few little medals and bits of shit. You always say no. 
Or we sang I'd lap that shit up, honestly. Well, I think, yeah, but, I mean, you I'd know... I'd love to be a baron. Would you? Yeah, or a Viscount. Like and, a yeah, I don't know why I'm not into all that. It might be my Irish heritage. It oh, might be... You're a rebel, you? Got, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was invited to the old... You know when they put everyone <laughs> on them fucking buses? <laughs> For the old Jubilee. <laughs> and my manager, Paul, phoned up and said, they want you on one of the boats. I said, I'm not going anywhere near them people without a grenade in my pocket. It ain't fucking happening. Do you know what I mean? I'm best, I'm best kept away. But no, I've said no. When, remember that famous party in the 90s in Downing Street? Yeah. Where, that, that silly wanker fucking old... Gallagher. Yeah, that he went I mean, to. all those people re- re- regretting that now, of having course. photos with it. I didn't go. No, I didn't. I didn't get invited. I ah. got invited and I didn't go. Because even though I obviously voted Labour and I was delighted that Tony Blair was now yeah. the Prime Minister... It's like, no, you just don't know. These people, they can, they change their mind on a fucking pin. Yeah. And I think it's best not to get yourself too involved yeah. with yeah. these politicians and stuff like yeah. that because it'll all come back to bite you in the bum. And the photos don't age. They don't age well sometimes. Look at no. all those people with Ralph Harris. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, oh, then that's suddenly deleted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now, Kathy, do you ever complain that sometimes, you know, when mm. you go to a hotel... I mean, listen, and you like a fag. Yes. Have you ever done the old shower cap over the smoke alarm and smoked in the room? Be honest with us. Only when I've had permission to smoke. Oh, OK. Because I won't... Um, I mean, I don't like hotels anymore. I used to like them when I was younger because yeah. it was all a novelty. It was yeah. all great. But I don't like them now because I'm a fucking old lady and I like my own bed. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And what I don't like nowadays, a lot of these new hotels, you can't open the windows. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all that air conditioning. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't like all that. So, no, I do get... I, I'll make sure, if I have to be anywhere, I make sure I've got a bit of outside area yeah. or a balcony mm. or something like that where I can have me snout. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't need to do the old putting the towel against the door no. and all that business, <laughs> you know. But have you ever complained, uh, Ota? Have you ever complained? And if so, what, what do you complain about? Well, I don't think I have because when I was younger and I used to like hotels, I was probably the person that people would complain about. <laughs> because, you know, I, I would get up to all sorts of not You know, thinking you're rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Setting off fucking fire extinguishers <laughs> down corridors and playing knock-down ginger, you know what I mean, on other people's own, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and all that. So I think I was probably a bit of an arsehole yeah. when I was young. <laughs> but now I'd, prob- I'd probably complain if there was noise. Because yeah. I don't like noise. No, no. Or, you know, bright lights. Or if you can't, you know, what I don't like when you go into an hotel <laughs> and there's all these fucking lamps everywhere. <laughs> and you're like, and where's the switch? <laughs> for the, for the, you know what I mean? And you spend like an hour yeah. before you get into bed trying to work out. I know. And then sometimes you <sighs> don't, yeah, when you click it and then your bathroom one will come on and I'm like, what the hell? Absolutely. That drives me nuts. No, that no. drives me nuts. But, you know, I do like to ingratiate myself <laughs> with any sort of porter or whatever. Yeah. I become their mate right away, yeah. give them a large tip, yeah. and then yeah. they're at your mercy yeah. for the rest yeah. of the stay. <laughs> you know, and they'll do whatever you want. And, um, yeah. Now, you're 100 years old, Kathy. You're yeah. sitting on that rocking chair. Yeah. You've got a blanket over your lap. Nice. Where do you want to be? You've got all your faculties and everything. You've got a fag in your hand. No fingering, but you've got a fag in your hand. <laughs> Where are you looking out to? Where do you want to be? Well, 
I mean, well, hopefully by then it wouldn't matter. I, w I would have got on the cruise maybe. And maybe I'm somewhere like Sri Lanka, maybe somewhere, somewhere beautiful that I've never been, like looking out on the Indian Ocean. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah, nice. I think that would be really quite wonderful. Yeah. But if not, you know, like I said, I really want to go to Greece. Really want to go to Greece. Or I'm quite happy if my mates are still around in France. I mean, I love, I love, they've got a beautiful bit of land that just looks out onto nothing and this forest, you oh, know, wow. and the expanse of sky is sort of extraordinary. You forget how big France is, it's huge, it's you've got so much space. Massive, yeah. it is massive. Mm. No one goes, oh, why are the French writing? It's like, because France is so big, why do they write about petrol prices? It's like, they, that's the only way they can get around is in a bloody car. Yeah, yeah. You know, people forget how... Fucking huge it is, mm. you know. But I did watch um, recently, one of my favourite programmes is Race Across the World. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's wonderful. It's the chef's kiss of reality telling. Oh, OK. It's wonderful. And especially you should watch it because you love travel. I love travel, yeah. You know, I think you'd really like this. The first two series are on the iPlayer and we've got the final, as we speak, <laughs> this week of the latest series. But anyway, the latest series, they've been Canada. And, oh, my God, Canada's amazing. Yeah. So I've never been to Canada. Get on the ship and go over. Yeah, I've performed at Montreal, which Have is probably you? like, it's a bit like concrete heaven, 1977. But I, okay. I want, I'm going later this year to tour. I'm going to do Vancouver, Toronto, everywhere. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so massive. You'll probably have to fly to different yeah. venues. And I've got a relative who's a Mountie. They went to Canada. Oh, Can you imagine me that's a wonderful. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, I want to really explore Canada because that's meant to just blow your mind, doesn't it? Oh, there was one place. I mean, I can't remember the names of, of, of a lot of the places, mm. apart from Quebec and Toronto and all that. But there was one place they were at. Um, they said it's this, this area of Canada is four times the size of the UK mm. with 200 residents. I mean, it's extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we all move to Canada? Yeah, They've got yeah. the room. Yeah, you know? yeah. Can't no. get a bus, though. I mean, it's, no. a, it's a bugger, <laughs> the transport system, <laughs> as Race Across the World showed yeah, us, yeah. you know. But you should watch that show, because you love travel. And No, I'd love that, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'll check it out. This is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Now we're about to start our descent, so I've got time for a quick fire round. You ready? Yes. Mojito or mint tea? Mojito. Topless or hot mess? Do you get your tits out on the beach? Oh, I don't. Hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Algarve or Alcar? Would you rather go to Portugal on holiday or with me, Alan Carr? Oh, with you. Thanks, love. Nudist or not on your Nelly? Have you ever skinny dipped? Oh, I've skinny dipped, of course, oh. when I was younger. Of course, when I was beautiful. <laughs> and let me just tell you, kids, if you're under the age of 40, don't matter how much you weigh, you're gorgeous. Yes. Right? And you've got beautiful skin. Just enjoy life and enjoy your body and don't listen to what any other arsehole's got to say to you. <laughs> so just skinny dip away. <laughs> 
And last but not least, tip them or fuck them. Do you believe in tipping? I do believe in tipping. Absolutely. Thank you, Kathy. If you'd like to go and collect your emotional baggage from the carousel, we'll end our airport journey there. <laughs> Bing bong. Thank you. Bing bong. Thank you for flying Alan Air. Thanks, Kathy. That was great. Please promise me you'll go on a non-working holiday next time. You deserve it. You're a legend. Right, check out Kathy's brand new podcast, Where There's a Will, There's a Wake. You might recognise someone on it in a few weeks' time. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Always fly Alan Air and don't you ever forget, life's a bitch.